Welcome to episode 33 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis. And in the last few weeks, I think I've been thinking harder on voice and the future of voice for education than forever. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I find myself in a position where I've got to decide what's next for voice here at our school in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So it seems that my one-year free um, subscription to free time that goes along with my kids edition Echo Dot is over for about three of my teachers. And as I start looking, it looks like it's about $5 a month for me to continue to use free time uh, and pay for it for those Echo Dot Kids Editions that are already in the classroom. But then I look at that and I think I could just go out and buy a new Kids Edition Echo Dot for almost the same exact price. And then I start weighing, well, how important is it that it uses free time? And my opinion is uh, that without the free time, I don't think that these devices are actually COPA compliant. So I'm in this predicament of um, how to move forward, how to best move forward to meet the needs of my students and my uh, teachers that already have been using these devices in the classroom. So one of the things that I've done is reach out to Amazon and just question, you know, is there a way that the filtering can continue to be a part of this device? Because really, I don't use the free time for access to um, uh, to the curriculum or to um, the skills that are specifically for that. I'm using it as a filtering device. That's the most important thing to me. And as I think about it, like if you walked into a classroom, you would immediately know if it's a kid's edition Echo Dot or if it's not by the way it looks. Well, if I see one, I'm going to immediately assume, um, or most people would immediately assume, that that would be a filtered device because it is made as a kid's edition. So I'm wondering, is this something that, Amazon has thought about, like, if people don't continue to buy that um, add-on of free time, um, what what does that mean for those devices sitting around? Do we really know if they're um, safe and effective or not? And And so that's where I'm at right now. How do I move forward in knowing what's best for my students and do I continue to purchase these devices at this point if um, there's not really a voice giant speaking into this space for education? So this week I also wrote a blog post. Just It was t- entitled, I wish I may, I wish I might have this wish, Alexa wish I wish tonight. And it was just um, me, the ramblings of an educator saying, here's what I really want from a voice platform. I want um, Amazon to create something that allows me to have a sign-on for my students so my students can create their own blueprints but not have access to all of Amazon and all that comes with that um, that might not always be student-friendly in terms of what they could search and see. And um, so there were several different things that I feel like would be really helpful if it were in an educational setting. And I did that blog post, I posted it on social media. 
it got a lot of traction due to the fact that there are a lot of educators out there feeling the exact same way. And um, actually, um, some Amazon execs actually saw it and said, that, you know, that thanks for sharing this. We'll pass it along, um, which is awesome and pretty exciting. I would love the opportunity to to help develop this for education because I believe it is a wonderful tool. I'm just at this place where I'm thinking as far as, you know, budgets and what I'm doing here at our school, does it make sense for the amount of time that my teachers are actually using the device because they have to use so many workarounds to use it well? Does it make sense for me to continue to um, support this in the classrooms? And if I'm going to support it in the classrooms, I want to make sure I'm doing it in the most um, careful way I can do it. And with that, in my mind, means Kids Edition Echo Dot with uh, free time included with that um, as a filtering system. So those are just my thoughts. Like, how do we move forward? What's best to move forward? What are what is Amazon and Google and Bixby doing currently to think about the platform in terms of education? Um, and is this something, or are we at a plateau? Is this the best that it's going to be? Um, are, is there, are there other options out there that might be more beneficial to me as a, um, Director of Instructional Technology and Innovation at a private school, my funds are fairly limited. So I need to make sure that whatever I decide our school should adopt, that it has broad impact for our students so that it is cost effective and my point of return on whatever I choose um, can be easily figured out. And right now, the management aspect of putting them in the classroom and thinking about them and looking for the skill, I'm not sure makes it worthwhile to a lot of teachers. I see some teachers using it very robustly, but I also see teachers just feeling like there's not enough time in the day to pull that in. So that's where I'm at and just wanted to share that today, wondering what your thoughts are. What do you think could be the best solution for voice for the educational uh, platform. Uh, if you're interested in reading that post that I mentioned, you can go to um, blog.juliedavis.edu and uh, see it for yourself. As I said, it's called I Wish I May, I Wish I Might Have This Wish I Wish Tonight. Have a great week, and thanks for listening.